Gibson, Annapolis Center, do you have any test operation in restricted area 2508? Aries 31, roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Aries 31, continue to send at your discretion, over. Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head on, all to right, and really moving. They're right by us, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. But let me get to the bad news first. Um, sorry, girls. You don't have to uh, start your fans or you put your misters away. Well, maybe you want to keep that big box of Kleenex if you're sneezing, but you probably won't need the big box of wipes because J.J. isn't here tonight. J.J.'s on a secret mission, but uh, he will be back next week. So uh, so sorry, girls, he's not here tonight. But taking his place, the next person on the totem pole up there in the great state of Maine, in a compound that was used to be called a bunker until – it's been name changed through the tax reasons. They call him Coco on the street. We know him as Commander Cobra. CC. Good evening, Mac. And as always, a pleasure to be part of the formation. A privilege to fly with you all tonight. Yes. And if I am on the totem pole, I'm definitely that knotted piece of board. No wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Bob the Ghost just walked by, by the way, opened the door for us. Um, up there in. Um, Battle Creek, Michigan, the Battle Creek of the Republic. Our national correspondent, Switchblade, Steve Ward, Switchy. Great to be here, Mac. Okay, how 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 are you? I'm I'm a little stunned by your. Uh, <laughs> I am. I am wonderful. What's that behind you? Is that some kind of a barbecue? Or? That's a. I believe that's a model of the George Adamski Venusian Scout Ship. Oh, okay. Huh. They wouldn't make a model of it if it wasn't real. No. Right. Wow, that looks. Very high tech to me. Well, it gets Venusians around. Oh, know, okay. Well, yeah, to, they're uh, not fussy. Okay. It's got, know, it, the, it's the got kind of a Tesla kind of look to it. Does it? Yeah. Real high. Honestly, it's got a Tesla. Anyway, um, up there in upstate New York, for some reason, I always have to tell people where she lives. I don't know why. Our favorite good witch, Raven. Raven, how are you doing tonight? Hello, hello, my friends. It's very good to be here. Thanks for having me back. You have a new hat on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a new hat. I'm so excited. And uh, a woman of many hats. I, I, I guess I hate to ask this, but do you have your moisturizer? Last week, there was a moisturizer issue, remember? Mm-hmm. Got it? I got it right after um, right after the show ended. It was sitting on my porch in my in my box. Really? Yeah. My package. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Good timing. Yeah. So anyway, thanks. Ain't that something? Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, also, our favorite empath, uh, Valerie Laflasso, is joining us tonight. Valerie, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great, Mac. Thanks for having me. I don't want to be seem out of line, but you look very glamorous tonight as well. Thank you. I was talking to Switch. No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look my best no. for, for the show. Oh, wow. So, that's good. Well, well we appreciate anybody who looks like us for a right. radio show. Yes. But now I think you consistently look pretty darn good when you show up for the show. So. Coco. Uh, also, I'm blushing. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, also joining us, at least for now, he might drop out at any moment, Tony Cisneros. Tony, how you doing? Of Alp Ventures Tour Company. How are you? Thanks, Mac. Real good, real good. Great to be back on the show. Thanks for having okay. me back. Uh, very quickly, what you do is you uh, run tours of battle sites in Europe, World War II battle sites, right? Yes, World War II uh, history tours. Mm-hmm. And um, we cover pretty much the gamut from, from Normandy all the way over to uh, Hitler's Eagle's Nest down in the Alps mm-hmm. and even down to Italy, Sicily, Russia, mm. you know, Holland, of course, the UK, London, uh, England. There's there's tons of stuff to see over there. Wow. Man, do you have, I mean, how long have you been doing this? I've been bringing groups to these sites uh, for about 25 years now. Really? And yeah? um, it it's like been, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been great. Is it Zoom or does he look like he's like 25 years old? Or is it, how come everyone looks young except me on Zoom? Right. You know, I, I was mean, gonna say the same thing. I'm like, you look like you're like 30. Yeah. I, thanks. I've got the beauty function going on my on my HD camera. So oh, really? Oh, I, I they come with those. I just got out of bed. My hands, my hair standing straight up. Okay. Reminds me of the Jetsons when Beauty Jetson with yeah. that mask on. Right. Phone call, you know, on the video phone. That's what I keep saying right. about that. How come we're not just really lucky, I guess. Just. So anyway, thanks, but though. you've done uh, UFO tours as well, right? Yes. So, um, in fact, uh, we just had our our uh, our guide in in Roswell, New Mexico, retire. Uh, unfortunately, he's oh. he's just uh, you know he's had a great career of of uh, you know he had a military career and then a civilian career after that and and then uh, was doing the Roswell tours there in New Mexico for about eight or nine years. And uh, so he's retired now. We're we're looking for a new guide. Uh, in Roswell, but um, I've also brought groups all over the Southwest where there's a lot of UFO hotspots. Those mm-hmm. are those are really exciting trips too. Yeah, they sound really cool. So, um, but also you have a um, I don't know if you call it a secondary career, but you've um, gotten into making music videos recently, right? I I have yes, <laughs> thanks to uh, thanks to someone I know. Um, uh, I did my first one, and and uh, hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be doing more of that. I've, I've just uh, really gotten into a lot of video editing for my mm-hmm. own business, you know, promoting my own business mm-hmm. over the last few years, and um, it's it's fun. It's a it's a hard skill to learn. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of time, but uh, I do enjoy it. And of course, video is so important nowadays for, right. for anybody. So. Well, I should just say that um, just out of the blue, we um, you know we have this band here, this internal band called Sky Club, and we sent one of our songs to Tony. Just I don't even remember why we did it, but you came back with this video, this music video that anytime I show to people, well, as Raven said, it's a trippy ass video, as the kids say. <laughs> But it's it's yeah. very well done. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try to spread that around yeah. as much as possible. But very, just a great job, Tony. I'm just amazed by 
you know, how it came out. I, I really appreciate that. So, Tony, is it available for listeners to uh, see it someplace on that worldwide web thing that, that we yeah. hear so much about? Us old folks, you know, we occasionally get the printed newspaper. They talk about this worldwide web. Is it any place there? I've heard of it. Wow. Huh? The, the internets. Yeah. The internets. The internets. Yeah, the internets of things. Um, just, as, just as soon as we get yeah, the... I think uh, once- yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, just uh, as soon as it's it's uh, it's Max um, baby, so um, you know they want, I'm sure, launch a, a you know a, a proper uh, campaign to get it out there and all that. So um, he'd be the the one to talk to as far as seeing it. I was going to uh, say we until, got we, you know, we, until that time. We still got to get three clearances, but after that, after those three hurdles are over, then we can go, you know, public with it. That's why there's, it's uh, only password access now. But like I say, everyone I showed it to. It's super. Anyone out there you know needs a music video, contact Tony's. He says Neros at alpventures.com, right? That's how they get a hold of you, Tony, right? That's it. Yep. Alp. Yep. Well, yeah, ALP Ventures, like the mountains. Right. Yeah, cool. So, um, well, hang with us. We just got a couple things, and then we're going to go uh, into the show. But it, it, just a few things that um, people send me. Um, you know, we, we kind of trying to keep the uh, show timeless, let's say. But... Um, there was a news recently of the situation where uh, there was these four Navy destroyers off the coast of California and um, sailing together, but sometimes not within sight of each other, but sailing in a group, doing whatever. And they were, um, um, I don't know what the word is, they were um, swarmed by these drone-like things uh, that stuck with them for hours and hours on end off the coast of California, um, lasting way longer than, let's say, a normal drone's power supply would allow it to last. Um, they So anyway, what happened was the people, Navy personnel on the ship took videos of them, and those videos were leaked recently. I saw them, and uh, Coco and I talked about them off air. Um, <clears throat> yeah, all I can say, and I, I, all I can say what I saw was, Obviously, some of them are obviously drones of some kind. They're acting just as drones would. But there's, there's, then there's this other thing that kind of looks like that tic-tac, kind of weird pyramid type of shape type thing. And that's up there, too. And it's just kind of looking down on everything. And this went on for three or four hours with these four different ships. And like I say, swarmed was the word that they used because they were diving on them and so on crazy. And then they all went away. So let me just throw it to Coco. This is what happened. It looks like someone somewhere has a super-duper drone that can last for hours and, and go up to incredible speeds and so on. Uh, but, but this triangle kind of UFO thing, being with it, was also pretty strange, right? So what do you think there, Cease? Well, as I've uh, contended for a long time, I'm pretty sure that this is someone's technology. I still think it's ours. I still think we're running uh, uh, a series of uh, operations against uh, our own uh, forces to uh, evaluate it. The uh, interesting part that uh, that I always take away from these events is um, the uh, the ships in, that we're talking about was the John Finn, the uh, Bass Strait, the Paul Hamilton, the Kid, uh, the ORV Aguilta, and the uh, USS Russell Pickney and Raphael Pedrulta. And those were all off the coast, uh, south of the Channel Islands, near San Clemente, or just west of there when it's occurred. First thing you have to ask yourself on this is, just setting aside the uh, 
fantastic part of the uh, story leaked. Uh, another one of these infamous right. leaks yes. that's been going on and, and there's a lot of it going on. And I would have listeners go to the Daily Mail, uh, CO UK for the story, quote it, video UFOs buzzing Navy warship leaked. Mm-hmm. That is a great story to look at because at the bottom of their story, they have the former uh, CIA director uh, who is talking about his experiences and what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And he is well worth it. Uh, Admiral Wolseley is the one that's doing the speaking. And he talks about uh, aircraft that freezes and stops in right. flight yes. at 40,000 feet. It's well worth the time to go take a look at that article. Right. It's kind of strange. I think it's our technology. But it's... I, I think it's terrestrial technology. I'm not sure where. I don't, I'm not sure where it's coming from. If it's reverse engineer or not, I can't throw a comment on that. I doubt it. I think the uh, triangle-shaped vehicle, which showed up a number of times, right. may be a later variant of the earlier vehicles that are out there. And if you look at when you throw it all together, there's three key things for me. There's been a number of patents that have come out talking about the Navy and the Air Force working advanced propulsion systems. And the, uh, the Navy has been leading on that capability. They just recently reopened the vision uh, reaction, correction, fusion reactor yep. uh, work, and patents have been filed on that. But let me ask you this: so though. there's a lot of activities, but a lot of stuff. Congress, but right. so if if would this thing has become public now and it's been leaked, but but you know it's obvious that someone wanted it to be out there, just like a lot of these other UFO um, videos from the Navy have been quote unquote leaked, and now we know what they look like. Um, would they go to that such a length? And then deny that it isn't our technology. Do you know what I mean? Would they fool the Navy, whoever they are? Would the CIA sure. fool the Navy? Yeah, just to I think they would. And really? I think there's a, a, when you look at the overall world situation where you have, uh, uh, com, you know, a, an interesting competition forming up on the world stage. I think these demonstrations are against your own forces, which I think are probably the most technically superior at sea. Hmm. Gives you a lot of information of where it's going, and I think it's a nice way of, as we used to say back in the old days, a shot across the bow right. to some others that something might be going on. Right. Let let other so people know. I think know that, that may be part of what's happening. It's just as weird, weird. It's just but strange. The other part that's interesting is how these things are leaking well, out. Well, one June, you know, one June, Congress has put out sometime uh, that, soon. Uh, they have to release the information on you sometime soon on an earlier bill that was passed uh, last year or this year. So. Um, there's a lot of things coming to uh, to bear on this, and I think that that's the, really the big thing that's interesting. You have a lot more people talking about mm-hmm. uh, UFOs and technology, and it would not surprise me in the least, given the history of what we've talked on this show and others like us, of experimentation on U.S. troops, the U.S. public at different times, and surprise me in the least. Hmm. Are those LSD experiments? You mean? That's what I told yeah, my or mother. The uh, one that's real popular now, talking about the uh, LSD with the uh, brothel. I mean, that's like the hot one everyone talks about. Well, Those well, are all well, kinds well. of fun. They're, they're, they're fun to talk about. Well, well, the one well, I well. think it's more interesting is when you talk about things like Mockingbird and the others, where we talked about it, ginning up uh, people for invasions of Cuba and all this other stuff that we were doing, and, and people have no no idea that they were being played. Hmm. Well, from the drones of the destroyer to there. But listen, did you say somewhere in the middle there that there was a CIA brothel? Did I hear that word? Oh, yeah. In the 50s, uh, in the 50s, they, the Sorry. CIA set up a program where they were 
bringing in uh, basically Johns to a to an operating brothel, and then they were giving both the uh, participants in the uh, in the transaction LSD um, and watching their reaction. And wow. you know, the we had a lot of experiments with LSD because I think LSD was looked at as a possibly a way to make the super soldier doesn't require sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, enhanced ability to uh, to have capabilities, and we did experiments in the fifties and sixties oh. with that. Did you think? Um, yeah. They even released uh, certain types of uh, of uh, variants of it to a number of different uh, functionalities. Wow! Uh, different troop uh, type operations where they had people would volunteer. Sometimes they didn't volunteer. Mm-hmm. But this is the same operation where you have those great movies from the fifties where they're exploding atomic bombs. Guys are in the uh, Trenches in the uh, in the trenches, and uh, when after the flash, they're told to get up and run towards the uh, the mushroom. That is good for you to uh, to see if we could have troops on the battlefield. At one point, they said radiation was good for you, believe it or not. But that was a long time ago. So listen, it's just like getting an X-ray at the dentist, just over and over and over again. That's all I have to remember. Yeah, 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 yep. Um, The um, I just want to remind people before we go to break. And before we stop the show, is that coming up soon, we're uh, going to have a World War II trivia contest on the air, live on the air, taped, uh, with our good friend Phil O'Banes of um, Winning Moves uh, Games. Uh, They're the company that put out Monopoly, Risk, Sorry, Rubik's Cube, so on and so forth. He's the game master. And what we're going to do is we're going to uh, play for a fan, um, Coco, myself, uh, Ross and somebody else, I think, are the first four people in a few weeks. Do you do you remember, Coco, who's going to be on? I know it's you and I. Anyway, four of us are going to be. I thought it was yeah, four of us. Four yeah. of us are playing for some lucky. So, some listeners. lucky fan, right, right. And and it's going to be, um, obviously, we haven't done the rules yet, yet. But um, we're going to be asking uh, and answering, hopefully, questions, World War II trivia. And whoever wins is going to win. Uh, the fan that we are playing for is going to win a very limited edition of Risk, the European Risk. And all I can assume is you just fight for Europe as opposed to the entire world, which is usually how Risk goes. Uh, Phil tells me this is a very kind of uh, rare uh, variant of uh, Risk, so that will be kind of cool. So that's coming up in a couple weeks. So the way that we can play for you uh, is uh, just go to MacMaloney.com. And send us an email with your your name and uh, your address, uh, email address, obviously. We'll put your name into the magic fishbowl, and uh, we will pick out a lucky winner uh, to see who wins. Now, we did do a few test questions a couple weeks ago. Coco got them all right. I got them all wrong. So if that's any indication of what's to come... I think it's. I think that was just a, a false uh, really? laydown by Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He's just he's, he's prepping his battlefield. I, I I've been in this situation before. You know, we they should... feign injury. You get a little close, and then bam! It's a wow. it's a punch to the throat. That's called flopping. Mac is a throat punch. Flop. There's, no oh. doubt, there's no doubt about it. Wow, Coco, what's the matter with you? Um, listen, before we go to break, <laughs> let's just get this over with, okay? Switchy is laughing. Um, a switch, you're on a roll as far as what you've had for breakfast every week now. Two weeks ago, uh, for those of you who weren't listening, had an ice cream sundae for breakfast. That I commend you. Boy, talk about saluting somebody. Okay, without a cherry. Uh, and then last week, uh, you flipped and you went to Denny's and had a, um, 
like a total bombast or whatever they call those things, right? Grand Slam. Fr Grand, Grand Slam. Slam. Wow. And he's still alive. And um, he looks like he had a haircut recently. So, Switchy, what did you – America wants to know, the world wants to know. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Actually, full disclosure, I, I combed my hair recently. I haven't had, haven't had a haircut okay. for a while. All right. But today, <clears throat> I had big plans, Mac. Because I know, I, I know, I, I let you down sometimes, and I, I was going Switchy. to go somewhere where I, where I could have steak and eggs. This doesn't sound good, but it didn't work out. Uh oh, yeah. So I just, uh, I had, I thought I had a full schedule today. I, I was kind of, uh, you know, uh, I had a lot of stuff to do. Had to move stuff around. I thought, yes. And I, I didn't think I had time to do that. Go ahead. Uh, but it turns out, so I just had a, a heaping bowl of sugar frosted. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. Raven is kind of nodding approvingly. All right. That's that's all right. That's like passing a test with a C minus, but that's cool. That's okay. You got to come back next week, big though. Okay. It, so it used you, to be A plus. You realize that used to be a lot higher. That was great. I know. Bowl of sugar frosted hey, flakes. You're the one now who, it's C plus. I mean, what the? How do I follow that? You well, know? you're the one who brought ice cream Sundays into it. I mean, you know, you have the, you've set the bar very, very high. It was a fluke. <laughs> okay. Just like when you ate the bacon that was two years old. Remember that? No, I, I, I. I <laughs> 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 I, I checked it over and I decided oh, I wasn't going to consume bacon that was, okay. uh, you know, that's probably pretty wise. from another era. Well, okay, we've got all that out of the way. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now and uh, we'll get on with the show. Uh, you're listening to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Hong's Hat, and the very mysterious M-Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a forward by the very famous Juan Juan. On sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. So, Tony, tell us a little bit about AlpVentures.com. Yeah, AlpVentures. It's uh, my, my tour company. I've been bringing groups over to Europe for 25 years on guided tours. I specialize in World War II history tours. So um, we visit battlefields, uh, memorials, monuments, uh, even some military cemeteries, a lot of Third Reich sites over there. And uh, we try to bring the history back to life by taking you to show you where uh, so many people fought and died and uh, changed the world. Right. And you do UFO tours, too. I do. Yeah. Also UFO tours. That's our website, Top Secret Tours. And uh, right now, of course, we're, we're in between tours for, for the UFO topic. But 
we plan on reinstating the uh, Southwest UFO Discovery Tour. That one takes in New Mexico, Arizona, and finishes up there at uh, the edge of Area 51 in Nevada. Okay, so people should go to alpventures.com and they'll uh, see everything cool about you, right? Sure, alpventures.com, that's our main portal site, so you can get to our different brand uh, tour websites from Alpventures. Great, thank you, Tony. Our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, we're just at the beginning of the show, but already it's gone off the rails. No JJ tonight, no Wan Wan girls. Maybe that's the problem. But filling in, we hoped, up there in his uh, compound, the great state of Maine, is Commander Cobra. Coco, how you doing? Privilege, Mac, to be in the formation. Okay. And what a show you have rolling tonight. My goodness. Are you pig free? Yes, okay, the, uh, the Zeppelin is with uh, Mrs. Cobra downstairs. Okay, and you want to give us the weigh-in? This is a pig that weighed about three pounds three weeks ago. How I much? believe he's between 20 and 25 pounds. Wow, he's, okay. Uh, someplace between 20 and 25. Like I said, he's a ham dinner waiting to happen. Um, also, our um, national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, up there in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. Switch. Great to be here tonight, okay. Mac. Yep. Big bowl of frosted flakes this morning. Started out your day well. Yep, two percent milk and hot black coffee. Right. Do you have anything exciting for lunch? Uh, oh, we're expanding the repertoire. I can't remember. Not really. I uh, had a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It wasn't it's really a proper lunch. Poopery. Okay, good for you. Uh, also, that's a whole show in itself. Yeah, what does Switch think is a proper lunch? I'll tell um, you what I had for dinner, though. What you have for dinner? Tell us. Uh, I had a uh, some chili from frost from uh, from Wendy's <laughs> and a medium frosty and a medium fry. Wow. Okay. And actually, I still have some of that chili left. For Do later, you really? You know, yeah. But things can slow down here a little bit. I might heat it up and, and eat it on air. Let us know. Please update us on the chili. Holy cow! Okay. Oh, you'll see it. You'll see it. Okay. Somehow, I I, I admire you more now, Switchy. Maybe we should do what did Switch have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? How about that? Sell it as a trail, no? Oh man, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's the menu. Yeah, the plan menu. all those meals. Right, you know, to try and be, he tried to uh, show you know, off. Right, no wonder he's losing his menu. hair. Okay. Also, our favorite witch up there in upstate New York, Raven. How you doing, Raven? How are you tonight? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you? She's got a new hat on, folks. New hat. It looks like it says Miller beer on it, but it really says what? It says Tattooed Low Life. Yeah. My favorite band. Valerie LaFasso is also yeah, joining us. Our favorite empath. Valerie, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great, Max. So happy to be here with this uh, Motley crew tonight. Motley crew. Okay. Hopefully she's talking about the band. Also, let me get back to you for a second. But uh, Tony Cisneros is also joining us up there in, uh, on the West Coast. You're up in uh, Oregon or Washington or someplace, right, Tony? Where are you? Uh, yeah, just outside, just outside of Portland, Oregon, Max. Right. And you had a lot of wind. You had power problems and stuff uh, today, right? Bad weather? I did, yes. It's it's uh, it's still a little windy out, but um, as long as you see me here, I'm still with you. Yeah, cool. Uh, Tony uh, runs uh, Alp Ventures. As long as it lasts. They run um, tours of World War II ba European battle sites from Normandy right to Berlin. Alpventures.com. That's the, that's the uh, website, right? Yes, alpventures.com, correct. A-L-P Ventures. He also does great music videos. Um, so thanks for joining us and, and hanging in with us. And now, hopefully I've introduced everybody because now we have a mystery guest and this is just getting more bizarre than ever because of that face. Okay, joining us after a long absence, uh, having to do a lot with his legal representation, sending us threatening letters. But now here he is back crawling to us. Wow, Dribbles the Clown. Look at him. Uh, Dribbles, how are you doing, Dribbles? Hello, guys. <laughs> yes. Long time no Steve. Right. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, have you ever seen a UFO? How do we tie this in? You've you've seen UFOs and ghosts and stuff, right? <laughs> Are you asking me, yeah, Matt? There you go. All right. Listen. Let's just go through your history a little bit. Um. So. Uh, you, all right. Uh you're okay. a clown, okay, and then you got into scorpion bowls, okay, you got married, you got divorced, you got remarried, then you went to rehab, and then you went into a monastery, then you came out, and you were a comedian priest, yeah. you started by doing the little chapels first, but, and you worked yourself up to cathedrals, and then we got letters from your lawyer, and that's the last we were in touch with you. How's that? Well, well, that's true, but I got something new for you. Oh, good. Now I am a knight. Witness Sir Dribbles the Clown. Really? <laughs> Who okay. knighted you? Who knighted you, yes. Why, it was the Queen. Thank you. The Queen? Burger King? Who knighted you? <laughs> Down in Greenwich Village somewhere? Who well, knighted you? It was self-knighted, probably, no, knowing you. The, no, the wonderful Queen Elizabeth. In fact, I, I don't know if you've noticed my accent, but... Uh, I've tried to tamp it down a little. Really? You're doing, Tory. You're no doing a great job of that. Right. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. So listen, so basically you're Ron, just as a tease to say in that at some point we're in legal negotiations, you'll be able to join us for longer segments, more or less full, not full time, but occasionally. Correct. Is that, is that the language? Uh, my lawyer says, let's see how it goes. Oh, boy. Okay. It's yeah. all part of the rehabilitation, Mac. Yeah, I'll say. And now, listen, I just want to say that, and boy, this is going to be embarrassing, but you have done, you know, you used to have a business where you would do kids' parties, correct? And you ran into... That is true. Uh, ...mothers that kind of liked sex with big shoes, correct? Hey, not in front of the ladies. Okay. All right. See, he is rehabilitated. <laughs> Thank you. In the old days, he would be showing his shoes. That's now true. He's, now he's now he's all yeah. squared away. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't told this is how it was going to be, oh. boys. This is. 
we got to play it up front and center. Okay. okay. So you'll be joining us soon. Is that it? Is that the elevator pitch? You'll be joining us well, soon? Okay. All right. Good happen. Okay. Well, good for you for holding back all your really funny material tonight. That's wise planning. So do you have anything you want to say in conclusion? Uh, well, it's been a very, very lonely time for Dribbles the Clown, even though he was knighted. Yes. And uh, it's it's nice to be here with everybody and to <laughs> see everybody what with the going on and all that. There we go. we got to cut that out. Thank you very much, Dribbles. So we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, Dribs? All okay. right. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I tell you something. The Mets are going to suck this year, okay? I said it first, all right? Oh, now I'll make you feel better. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dribs. And I'll tell you what. Why don't great just... dental work, though, Dribbles. They look great. Yeah. I'm glad to see when you were on the inside, they worked on the teeth. You really look at the marvelous smiley out. It's amazing what they can do these days with the plastic. Oh, it's disgusting. So listen, yeah, why don't we get out of this? Implants are fantastic. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now? And uh, Let me just, I'm sorry, uh, Valley the Empath, do you want to uh, take a pulse of the show now? Tony looks like he's in shock. Really don't. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. I, I believe Valerie said everything that we all want to say. <laughs> All right, why don't we just go to the commercial then? Are uh, you listening to Macmoney's Mills for Exile show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network? We'll be right back after this. UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins, and etched on cave walls. They are even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high-ranking officials, military pilots, and ordinary soldiers. Often, these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam, and beyond, military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft, or is someone, or something, looking in on us? In UFOs in wartime, what they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets, alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs in wartime, what they didn't want you to know, by Mac Maloney. On sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. So, Tony, tell us a little bit about AlpVentures.com. Yeah, AlpVentures. It's uh, my co my tour company. I've been bringing groups over to Europe for 25 years on guided tours. I specialize in World War II history tours. So um, we visit battlefields, uh, memorials, monuments, uh, even some military cemeteries, a lot of Third Reich sites over there. And uh, we try to bring the history back to life by taking you to show you where uh, so many people fought and died and uh, changed the world. Right. And you do UFO tours, too. I do. Yeah. Also UFO tours. That's our website, Top Secret Tours. And uh, right now, of course, we're, we're in between tours for, for the UFO topic. But 
we plan on reinstating the uh, Southwest UFO Discovery Tour. That one takes in New Mexico, Arizona, and finishes up there at uh, the edge of Area 51 in Nevada. Okay, so people should go to alventures.com and they'll uh, see everything cool about you, right? Sure, alventures.com, that's our main portal site, so you can get to our different brand uh, tour websites from Alventures. Great, thank you, Tony. Our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. Wow, what a show uh, tonight. It's a little odd because JJ is not here, girl. Sorry. He's on a secret mission, a romantic secret mission, as it turns out. He'll explain it all next week, I hope. Going up the uh, totem pole, however, is our good friend Commander Cobra up there in the great state of Maine, Coco. As always, Mac, a privilege to be part of the formation. Glad okay. to be on the wing tonight. Okay. Did did we give a, a pig update? Were we on the air or off the air when you uh, gave the last? I believe we have discussed that Zeppelin is between 20 and 25 pounds. He is downstairs watching reruns of Monk with Mrs. Oh, Cobra really? now as we record. Okay. And what kind of pig is he? Just isn't he have a fancy? He is a Illusion pig. Um, they are uh, true mini pigs. True what? Mini pigs? He's a true mini pig. That's correct. He, okay. He's... Uh, Going to probably be about uh, maybe twice the size that he is now. Really? Yeah. And that's a mini pig, so 40, 50 pounds? Yeah, like okay. a small dog, medium-sized dog. I'm trying to think of a ham sandwich joke here, but nothing's coming to me. So, But you know what I mean, right? Up there in Battle Creek, Absolutely. Michigan. Battle Creek Republic. Our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Wood-Switchy. Uh, great to be here tonight. I have a question for Cobra. Uh, when Zeppelin watches Monk, does he uh, pick up any of the vibe? Does he get a little bit nervous uh, like uh, the character is? Um, I think he's uh, really above that. I think he's watching all of us that way, and he likes to compare and contrast. Wow. Okay. Okay. Monk makes me look good. So that's uh, I think he's yeah. in that kind of a mindset. There's no connection, but what are you drinking tonight? Okay. What are you having? What do you have, orange juice? You Coco? The, uh, the great Rx of, of Ireland, my friend. Okay. The Irishman. Um, okay. It's the prescription that never that you don't need a doctor. Okay. <clears throat> Take two and call me in the morning. Okay, listen. Um, Raven, our favorite witch is with us. Raven, how are you doing? Raven. Hello, I'm doing well. Thank yeah. you for having me. Got a feeling you're just hanging in here tonight, right? You could just say, well, yes and no. It's like no pressure. Really? Like I didn't, I didn't write like a whole essay okay. <laughs> like I normally do. Well, late, late. listen, last week we had like a segment where we where we uh, um, did reviews on uh, Doctor Strange Love and the Final Countdown. And if you can talk about two different movies, but it was really funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so anyway, talking about the vibe of the room, our favorite empath, Barry Lufasso Valley. How are you doing? 
Thanks for having me. And I think Zeppelin and I need to hang out because it sounds like we have the same taste in TV shows. Wow. Okay. You and uh, you and Zeppelin. Now, when you meet Zeppelin, I think you guys are going to be uh, pals right from the start. You realize Zeppelin's a pig, right? I mean, he's an actual pig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to make sure. No, no, you, weren't, you weren't commenting on his manners, right? No. <laughs> right. Anyway, okay. A good friend, Tony Cisneros, is joining us also up there on the West Coast. Tony, how are you doing? Real good, Mac. Great to be back. Thanks. He is the uh, owner of Alp Ventures, and what they do is they give uh, World War II battlefield tours of Europe from Normandy to uh, Berlin. I would love to go on some of those um but you'd have to, like, as we talked about off here, probably you'll knock me out, put me on a plane, and then when I land, and then go on the tour and then, you know, repeat the process. Would you add that as a extra thing for your tour services? We can, where there's a will, there's a way, there you Matt. Go. We, I can, love that. we can work something out, I'm sure. I love that philosophy. Okay, I think I've introduced everyone. I don't know. But listen, Greg Master was here. Greg is our internet expert. Greg, how are you doing? Greg. Hey, good to see you, and uh, good to see everybody again. Thank you okay. for having me on. Okay, so you're down in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, right? A little east of that. I'm uh, in a little town called Garner. We're about 10 minutes uh, from uh, Raleigh. Okay, all right, Raleigh. Okay, so, but you're in this hotbed of, like, college sports, right? Would you say that's the that's ground zero of college basketball anyway, right? It, it is indeed. This year was the bizarro year, a very bad year for Duke, and uh, North Carolina did okay. But, yeah, this is the uh, the cutthroat uh, ACC country with Duke, UNC, NC State trying to uh, get to be respectable again and, you know, mm -hmm. Wake Forest only a couple hours from us. But uh feels great uh, being out here for it now. Hopefully next year uh, with the world getting back to normal, I can actually uh, attend some games. Mm -hmm. So so uh, I know that down there, like I'm up in the Northeast and college you know, college sports doesn't register because there's a lot of pro sports and stuff. But I know down where you are, college sports are the pro sports in a way. So, but there are certain sections of town you you're going to be this, you're going to be this person, right? You're going to be a fan of Duke. You're going to be a fan of. So, where are you? Are you outside that zone? I'm a bit outside that zone, so I'm close to the NC State crowd, the Wolfpack, uh, mm. being in Raleigh since the college the college is about. 10, 15 minutes from us. Okay. All right. Um, but it is diehard. You go to, you know, it's only t only 10 minutes separates Durham and Chapel Hill where uh, Duke and UNC are. So That's like crazy. I said, it's very cutthroat. You go to the downtowns, they've mm -hmm. got anti of the, their sports uh, all over the place. Man, see Chapel Hill takes the rivalry, I think, a little little more seriously with all the anti-Coach K stuff. Yeah, but, right, sure. Right. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild to see. If you know anything, if you know college basketball at all, you'll know what we're talking about because it's it's a whole different universe. You know, people are just so into it, so into it. You know that um, it rivals pro basketball in a lot in a lot of ways, and I think the uh, games are much more exciting. So anyway, Greg, so um, you're an expert on the internet, and tonight we're going to talk about. Ten places not to go on the internet. Is that it? Uh, yeah, that is it. Uh, uh, they will be some uh, sites that will be probably familiar to some people. I was uh -oh. trying to make it a list of what's that mean? I guess places where it, where I guess uh, information is uh, either it's been just like either too much misinformation or people have too much power. Oh, as far as okay. uh, Websites not to go to in uh, other senses. Um, yeah, I don't want to list any of those. Oh, okay. That's kind of All the right. ones where I thought um, these just. I kind of listed it as 
Darn, uh, we were hoping for the other yeah, list. Yeah, I was right? hoping for the other list, too. <laughs> right? We were, we were going to play like a bingo. We all have our, our sites right. on our notepads, and we were going to check them off and where we got the most. No. Okay. Well, I mean, so, some might okay. surprise you. Some, all right, let's uh, see. We'll discover yeah. together. So number 10. Exactly. Um, so number 10, so not sure if you'll have uh, any any of these, but this was more uh, all of the uh, kind of Gizmodo family. Oh, so uh, oh, I like all that. those are... Um, so some, some people might be upset with me. So that includes all of, uh, Deadspin, uh, Kotaku. Yes. These are kind of blog posts. Uh, so Deadspin focuses on sports. Kotaku is more in my realm of video games. But hey, Greg, the, Greg, can I say something? the reason I've kind of, uh, listed them. Can I say something? I yeah, love, yeah, go ahead. I love Deadspin. I love those, uh, everyone you just listed off. I, I read them every single day. So tell me why. Uh-oh. Go ahead, please. I, I interrupted. I've got I've talking. just got uh, I've, Oh no, it's all good. I have a major just. Uh, you you interrupt him because you yes. let you read Gizmodo. That that's no. why. So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead Greg. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Go ahead, no, Greg. Please. No, they, they they used to uh they used to be under the Gawker Media, and they had a lot of writers that were very uh, funny and very witty. Okay. Um, and about a couple of years ago, um, the, their current uh, so Gizmodo owns them, and they ended up uh making a lot of decisions with advertising where they pretty much told the writers to kick rocks if they don't like it. So really, I see yeah. a huge dip in quality. Well, they did that. I see, you know, a lot yeah. of people, dead, Deadspin, people didn't like Deadspin because sometimes it was like controversial. They were the first to report Brett Favre's uh, sexual allegations and they actually did a lot of good reporting. Yes. A lot of people uh, didn't like, they wanted to go there for just, you know, some sports things. They didn't want to hear opinions. And yes. now, the websites are kind of a shell of themselves, and I know I'm throwing a lot of shade to probably their current writers right now. Wow! Um, but just kind of the old ones, like you know, I used to love going on there, and uh, Drew, one of their writers, Drew, did a very always funny write-up of why your team sucks in every single yes. kind of year edition, even yeah. his precious Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> um, Drew Drew Marjorie, I believe his name was, mm -hmm. um, and it was just really fun to kind of go to those articles and just kind of have an alternate, and just yes. to see now of like. I'm sure they are some talented writers, but it's a very, you're going to write what we tell you to write. Yeah, it's not what and it used to be. Hmm. The, I guess the, the actual kind of journalism and the edginess of it has kind of gone away. Well, that stinks. But, um, I mean, I read it because they always have those like, like really crazy like cob stories, you know, like souped up cars and souped up, uh, you know, $500,000 RVs and stuff like that, you know. And, yeah, well, and, and that's I, I click on that stuff. That's like, you know. I don't want to say it's like porn to me. But anyway, let me go to number nine, please. Number nine. Right. Places you don't want to go on the internet. Uh, so so uh, why you don't want to go into the internet. And uh, I'm going to be a hypocrite because I use this website and I use it quite oh, often. Okay. But uh, especially these past couple of years, uh, Twitter.com. Um, and I know we yeah. advertise on advertise on Twitter. I myself am an active user on Twitter. However, I have noticed... Uh, Especially over this years, you give a uh, social media device to anyone to express their opinion, and that can range from family, friends, famous people, and you're going to find a lot of people just uh, putting their foot in their mouth. And <laughs> really, a lot of the issues too is uh, people getting people getting confused with uh, you know freedom of speech versus what a private okay. company can do. Um, take that for what you will. Um, but it's a website. While I do enjoy using it, it helps you know. You, you almost still kind of need it to just uh, kind of stay on top of the news. On the right. other hand, uh, you will get just a lot of noise, a lot of just, you know, right. fake facts right. out there. People can literally say whatever the heck they want. Let me ask, uh, let me ask uh, Valerie, are you on Twitter? I'm going to go around the horn here. Valerie, are you on Twitter? 
I have a Twitter account, but I almost never use it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Tony, how about you? Tony, you might use it for business. That's that's exactly what I use it for. Yeah. And you know, I've got those social media um, accounts linked, so I don't really even have to go on Twitter mm -hmm. if I if I put something on my business Facebook page, then it pretty much um, pop. You know, it'll send it out to Instagram and right. to um, Twitter too. But I, I don't visit that to just look at people's tweets. Um, right. No. That sounds filthy. Hey, listen, uh, Raven. I, I, I'm 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 going to say tw I'm going to say you you're into Twitter. Are you Twitter Twitter whatever it is? No, um, I don't get Twitter. Um, I don't understand it either. I have Instagram because I like the memes. That's mm -hmm. all I have. Okay. And I have Snapchat. Is that does that count as um social media? Sure. Snapchat. Snapchat sure. Yeah. I'd say they would. Yeah. I'm going to say that Coco know. is not into Twitter, yeah. and, ne and neither I, I is Switch. I have those two. Switch and Coco, right? You don't know what Twitter is, do you? No. No. You never have Twitter, never will. Okay. You don't like Twitter, never have from the Thank start. You. Thank you. And, uh, nope. Okay, kids. Get off, the same way. Get off, my, get off nope. my lawn, you kids. Hey, listen, Craig, let me ask you something, though, about Twitter. How do they make money? Ad revenue, uh, monetization else? through uh, various means. Everyone with kind of a blue check mark. Um, you need a certain amount of um, followers, but you know, celebrities, businesses will mm -hmm. pay for the what's called kind of the tweet deck. Um, mm. I, uh, if I can find somebody from our even kind of marketing and social media teams, they'll tell you how it. You know, it can be a useful tool for uh, some businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is that kind of ad revenue. Um, being, you know, everyone, if you have a blue check mark, that that's how you're kind of like. Uh, you're an official uh, user of it. They know you right. are the real person there. Right. Um, you know, you need like kind of a certain number of followers or, you know, obviously just pay them. To okay. Get so we're, we're, while we're on the subject, so to do that. how does Google make money? Why is Google like, like the, the, the biggest, you know, the second largest thing ever? Because I mean, I go, you know, I do it all the time. It's become a verb and, but I don't pay attention to any ads or anything. I mean, it's if it, if it's ad revenue, it's I don't get it. Well, you forget they've you know all the ad revenue that not only do you see uh, just on your Gmail, but also they own YouTube. So every single oh, okay. ad you see on all YouTube right. that's going directly to them. Okay, um, making sense. It's now. all through that and just kind of any new any new tech. Because uh, think about it, and I can say this now that my buddy doesn't work there, but think about how much new tech they kind of start up and then mm -hmm. abandon. Really, um, yeah, Google. Yep. Between you know, haven't really heard much from the from the phone lately. Uh, they tried their own social media about like mm -hmm. ten years ago. I want to say they thought they were going to be the Facebook killer. Yep, got bored with it. Never heard from it again. Bored. Um, they have, I think, Google Groups or something, but Zoom, Skype, you know, take what you have has destroyed yep. that. And in in my world, in the video, in the video, they tried to enter the video game world, um, and they abandoned that project recently. And unfortunately, wow. some of my friends were affected by that. So they they uh, luckily, I think, most have uh, found uh, new jobs. Um, but it's just amazing a company that has billions with a B. Billions. Um, they are able to start all these, spin up all these new projects. And I guess they just don't, whether they just don't have the right uh, folks in charge or they kind of have the wrong way of going about it. Um, it's just amazing. They but, poured. you know, we still, I use their mail service. Their other services that they've had since hmm. the 90s are still the bread and butter for a lot of people. Yeah, Google.com is still the most visited website in the world. 
Hmm. Um, I know it's a default for Chrome and others, but everyone goes to that. It is the most useful search engine in the world. So Strange. The Greg, bread and butter is good. But. Greg, would you also add that an outfit like Google has an, an unbelievable dominance on information gathering? I mean, they have, uh, they, they collect huge, huge amounts of information that people are interested in, in, in buying oh, right. from them. You know, for oh, yeah. advertising, and I mean, if you look at something uh, on and, and Google picked up that you looked at it, ads are directed to you when you're on other Google sites right. or or where they control the blocks. I mean, right. it's an amazing. Uh, oh yeah, not not, uh, not even right. yeah, not not even Google websites. If you're using their browsers on any right where websites. they have the on a, on a on a Twitter, it's like wherever that is, or if you're just on a sports site on say ESPN, hmm. there it is. It's the just like wait, yep. I was just yeah, I was looking at computer parts right. an hour ago, but. I remember once I that uh, right now, so. I wanted to um, I wanted to uh, buy my uh, nephew as a Christmas present uh, electronic drums. This is going back a while, okay? Electronic drums, and then his, my brother, his father, talked me out of it because he didn't want this kid, you know, playing drums like crazy. Um, but I saw ads for electronic drums pop up here, there, and everywhere for I'm going to say six months easily. You know, maybe once a week. Or whatever, but they knew, and I remember I clicked on one once just to kind of see if the I don't know why, but then they knew that well, someone he searched for it, he clicked on it once, that means he's thinking, you know, of buying it, so we're just going to keep hitting and hitting and hitting, and that's how it goes, right? And that's how we well, Mac, I guess what you need to do is look at something naughty to yourself. And then you'll get those ads for six months to what? a year just popping up all the time. And then you can explain it to Lois. That'd be fun. That'd be a, make a great yeah. segment for the show. That last part would be the most difficult part. Let's go to number uh, the next one, please. Greg Master, 10 places in the internet you should not go. So this one I had to uh, double check. It actually just got seized. Oh. Um, or at least it was a riff of it, but uh, I thought we were going to still go on kind of the dark web world. But um, the website, uh, the Silk Road family, wow. um, and what Silk Road was and what the uh, ones were on the dark web, um, they were seized by the FBI. I had to make sure I went to Wikipedia and not actually tried to find this thing. I probably couldn't have gotten on if I wanted to, go ahead. but it was a drug dealing website. What? Uh, a lot of uh, high illegal drugs, narcotics, all of that. <laughs> um, the, the folks that have actually were running that website, I believe are in jail right now. Jail. Um, but that was one where I was just kind of doing some careful Google searching um, okay. as to see, because I believe they had been shut down at one point, but uh, others have obviously spawned off of that. Um, committing fraud, committing a lot of uh, just issues like that. I've so, never heard of it. Oh. Um, take a search, just a, just a search on it through uh, through Silk Road, and yeah, so that's mm -hmm. that was a way for people internationally so, to sell drugs uh, for international dealings, and they used a lot of just VPNs and uh, hidden addresses okay. as far as uh, where. So what tracks. were they selling? But I got a feeling. Believe it got taken down by somebody. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Were they selling like joints? Or pounds or tons. Oh no, more than that. <laughs> okay, All right. I just, I, more, but, more, more than, more than that. <laughs> and and different different items, I will say. Different Too bad they shut it down, Mac. You could have uh, continued to get your value. <laughs> My value. Thank you, Switchy. That good quality stuff. That, that stuff that make yeah. it out of Mexico where they put the B actually in it. That's just what I need is a tranquilizer. So uh, listen, all right. Why don't we um, plow on here? So what are we at? Number six or so, Greg? Would you say? Places not to go on the internet. Uh, we're number 
what did I do? Eight, eight, nine, ten. I think I th think we're at seven. seven. Yeah. We're at seven by my count, Greg. Lucky don't seven. don't be bullied by him. He, he yeah. gets like this. <laughs> he hasn't had his Valium. That's the problem. Wow. Uh, it's no it's no worries. I did I did I did want to throw one uh, one on the dark web. It should probably be number one, but because it can't exist, you can't get to it. So that's why it is low on the list. But I did want to just say like you know be very careful of uh, where you go on there. Yes. Yes. Sure. Um, okay. But anyway, so switch. You meant that um, for you. So uh, number number seven, um, right now I have uh, Omegle, which is a random video chat uh, website. Uh -oh. um, so Omegle, uh, the reason it's uh, I have it on here, you can just chat with strangers. So all of us here are adults. You know, if you want to chat on there, seems like it can be fine. Okay. However, uh, with websites like this, uh, it can obviously spawn predatory behavior. Um, you can see some things you probably don't want to see. Um, people like, like, like what? Trolls of the world are just downright cruel and terrible people. will have awful videos videos playing, or maybe they're naked right there on the camera, or yeah. what have you. Just anything like that. Oh. Um, some of these sites have been uh, taken down, but the joke about Omegle is uh, they just kind of have in plain old text of, oh, don't you know, give out your address or do anything like that. And yes. You are chatting with strangers. So don't, you know, do anything too revealing. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you're kind of wiping your hands clean. All that. I can say is that Coco's um, writing furiously. He's taking notes down furiously. Yeah. Why, what are you taking down there? Coco. I just try to keep track. You Did know, you get all we that? don't have one, 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 one's going to want a copy of this. That's stuff true. One, 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 I report. Hey, Valerie, can I ask you something? Right. Okay, so uh, it's a vibe. It's a vibe check. Vibe check of the show. We're halfway through this list. Vibe's good. Really? It's, yeah. It's yeah. Everybody's got got a good vibe going right now. Uh -huh. Is it because uh, one one isn't here? I don't know about that. I think you know, not having the clown here anymore helps. Okay. But <laughs> he's okay. he's slightly creepy. Creepy. <laughs> The creepy I clown. have to agree. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Really? Yeah. Well, he'll like to hear that. That will. We never did see his face. Yeah, that's the whole idea. That's, see, but that's the scary thing is like you didn't see his face. So, yeah. well, I've you seen his face. Coming. So, yeah, it was good that he kept the mask on. Anyway, we had to rush that mask to him. You're talking about off air drama. We had to rush that mask to him. Okay. Because he was too busy. So, anyway, so. Greg, where are we? Number six? We at number six, I believe, yes. Okay, let's go. Yep. Please. Now, I hope this one doesn't get me in a lot of trouble because um, uh, helping work with them. Um, but yes. And it's not maybe just the website on its own, but Please. just what it has become, and that is Facebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yeah. reason I have Facebook at kind Facebook of this, sucks. this yeah. midway spot, uh, I have one myself. I have... I, do use it for useful things uh, like the marketplace. We sell a lot of things. So between moving, if we need to get rid of something, mm -hmm. it is also a much easier way. Uh, my uh, my mother's on it and some of my older relatives. Um, so it's just kind of an easier way to maybe use their video features and keep in touch. Yes. Uh, the reason why I say enter at your own risk there, um, they've been in trouble numerous times and I believe active in the news right now that millions of profiles uh, have been compromised. Uh, right. Some information um, is out there, including their owners, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's. Um, in addition, like wow. other social media sites, people can share pretty much anything they want. Uh, as I've said, I've got, you know, older relatives on there. Um, 
like no one that I really know is sharing stuff too extreme, but I see, especially during volatile times, people try to dismiss everything with just a comment or a meme. Yes. And it's not really understanding the whole story. Um, and then we saw even an uptick of uh, during uh, the election. And we don't need to get too much into it, but right. there was a lot of just false articles out there stuff. and Facebook ended up flagging them. People were very upset thinking they were being uh, silenced when it was like, no, you're actually just sharing someone's opinion. Right. Um, so the reason it's kind of made its way midway to the, to it, the folks that I've worked with are excellent, excellent people over there. Um, but like social media, it can be kind of used in uh, the wrong way. See, here's the way, this is the way I look at it is that you have to have common sense. And I think that common sense these days without really getting into it is in short supply. You have to know, you know what I mean? Without going to court to say we're going to do this, we're going to block this, whatever. You, you just have some dignity, have some common sense. And, and and I think if you hang on to that, then you're not going to have this. I, I think, you know, I hate to say it, this is anti who I am, but I, I think people should just say what they have to say. And if the person reading it or hearing it, if they choose to believe it, if they're ignorant enough to believe it, then there's not, you're not going to change their mind. You know, and it's better than starting restrictions on, you know, where's it end, you know? But I think the Facebook guy, here's another thing about this guy. What I think he does is um, I think he gets into trouble and he doesn't care because he's the richest guy in the world. And and if you sued him or you try to change, they'll have you tied up in courts forever and it's going to cost you millions of dollars. He He is one of the people who can get away with anything, that guy. And he looks... Doesn't he look like an android? Doesn't he look like that guy Data on Star Trek? Data, yes. Doesn't he's, he? He's exactly. Creepy. I think, I think yeah. he's going for that look. Uh, that, he's a straight-up douche. He's, yeah, real. he's a weird Come guy. On. Yeah. Only guy. Some of his circuits are grounded. What? What's that mean? <laughs> anyway, Greg, okay, let's let's move on, okay? Please. We need uh, JJ. No, no worries, no worries. Um, number five, I actually... Um, um, did have uh, um, Snapchat on there. Snapchat. Um, just reason being uh, how it was kind of the uh, temporary wow. photos and just like that used to be kind of a fun, it used to be a fun thing when it was kind of first announced, but just people didn't realize that, uh, oh, just everything kind of goes away after a while. I'm like, no one's aware that people can click two buttons on their phone and yes. that'll save a screenshot of what you're doing or you know, kind of doing something without what you're consequences doing. because, you know, you're living in the moment. Yes. Um, you're drunk. So it, you're drunk it, or you're like, high. Like, all, like all, all things on the internet, like all things on the internet, it's just like the internet is infinite. The internet is forever. Uh, if you did it, someone will find it. Um, and yes, you know, it, it was just kind of one of those, uh, you use it at your own risk. So hey, Tony, and are you on Snapchat? behind uh, that it can disappear. Can't Tony, are you on Snapchat? Tony, what's that, Matt? Are you on Snapchat? Do you know about things Snapchat. like this? Yes. No, I've heard of it. I, I, uh, I think I thought it was some sort of a um, photo uh, type app, but I couldn't tell you what that uh, what Snapchat is. Um, in the I don't know. Me neither. In the photos, that, that's go, the best thing about it, though. The photos go because away. the filters. Yes. Oh, yeah. Listen, the filters. That that'll make you look like like you were still in the womb. You'll look so young. Wow. It's great. Wow. That's why I use it. Really? And I you talk, save talk those, about somebody those who's photos. Nineteen twenty one. That's great. You you really need to get wow. that stuff. Yeah. All right. That's, that's great. Funny. Okay. Huh. 
Okay, well, that's what I do. I save those. See, Hmm. thinking. Okay, well, you can send them out to us anytime. Uh, uh, Valerie, are you on Instagram or any other stuff? Snapchat? I don't see you as a Snapchat person. I I have, you know, I have Facebook and Instagram for myself, for Mm -hmm. my my books and stuff like that. I'm on Snapchat only because, you know, I have a daughter and for a while that was the only way to actually get a hold of her was through Snapchat. Really? Okay. Um, But I really don't know how to use it. So. (laughs) Wow. My mother used to call the cops. So, so um, we should have your daughter on sometime because you're, you're, you're kind of like a lookalike with your daughter. Doesn't she look like you a little bit? People say that, yeah, we, we look similar. (laughs) Like twins. I, I don't know about twins. Okay, all right, all right. I'm, I'm trying to be. I don't think we look that much alike. I'm trying to be JJ here. I'm trying to, you know, invoke my energy. Uh, the one we, Greg, please. Next one, please. Uh, <laughs> no worries. We're at number four, right? Yes, number four. Okay, please. Thank you. All right. So number number four. Uh, number four. I have uh, Buzzfeed. Um, oh, reason I, I have too. BuzzFeed, uh, the ironic part is I'm making a top 10 list. Uh, a lot of their info are top 10 lists and very clicky, right. clickbait yes. um, headlines. Um, a lot of it is just kind of news all over the place. And one of the like recent owns of them that, because uh, a lot of their stuff kind of drives me up the wall, um, they look back and uh, someone on their social teams had the audacity to ask, oh, what was one of the... Uh, worst layoffs you've ever had and i don't know if they were maybe new to the job or how tone deaf you could be uh, but after they hired and bought pretty much the huffington post they laid off 75 of those oh. workers and someone's just like how about wow. linking that over it's like how about the time you let go of 75 of uh, those huffington post runners buzzfeed how about read the room a bit yeah 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 um but I know, I know i know especially uh in current times the news can get all mixed around um you know, my favorite news is actually kind of part of the, that's uh, the one uh, kind of exception to the Gizmodo rule is uh, the onion, because it is the fake. The onion, man. The onion literally just funny. says, it, sa- it oh, says, yeah, it's it, so funny. And, and it says outlandish things. Yes. And everyone's like, see, see, I'm like, it's a satirical website. The onion. Yeah. You, you, you are the onion. What do you think of the, Greg, what do you think of the Sacramento Bee? What do you think of the Bee guys? Because I think the Bee. They and Onion, my God, it's like they're working the same side of the street, and they and it, it's a riot. I mean, you feel oh, bad. Yeah. Don't just check those two sites. Oh, is it Babylon B? Yeah, Babylon B. That's yeah. I think that's what it is. But yeah, yeah they're, they're great. That's funny. So, so 100% hand up on putting Gizmodo at 10, but uh, I'll take the Onion away from that because that's the only thing where the content has kept coming. And okay, to loop it back to some other old social sites, yes, I have seen friends and family seriously share onion articles where i'm just like hmm. oh boy you missed the point it's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah that's wow I, I won't i it's won't just like names. oh god no okay. Okay. well that, that's the one where you just smile and you're just like yeah someone will say it i won't but someone yeah. that they trust will so that's yeah, exactly I'm they're gonna take you aside and be like sweetie listen <laughs> really? like okay. i'm not gonna embarrass you but, but yeah wow huh okay all right <clears throat> so i suppose we should go to the next one greg please uh, number three, and this is going to complete that trifecta, but number three, uh, Instagram, um, okay. again, mm-hmm. it can be hypocritical of me. I have one myself. It's filled with cat pictures and pictures of the house right now. And that's oh. pretty much all I use it for. Cat pictures. Um, so that, say again, cat pictures. 
cat, uh, cats, oh. like the two cats we have. Kind you of know, Mac around. loves those cat pictures. That's, if you could post yeah. some of them on the on the air, that would be yeah, great. Yeah, no, don't do oh, it. Could, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll find some. of Thank them. you, Switchy. Um, but my pleasure. But a, but a lot of just uh, especially in this uh, influencer culture, and also the amount of advertisements I get in the damn yeah, thing. Tons, I sometimes yeah. want to just delete it. Yep. Um, you know, you just have a lot of uh, Instagram versus reality pictures on there. Like, I'm all for just kind of sharing these important moments. But you look at, you know, especially a lot of the celebrities and uh, what they're trying to do. And they seem yep. to always just kind of miss the point. Re- yes, okay. Any yeah. Greg, I'd just like to add, Greg, Go Dr. Ahead. Strangelove loves Instagram. Yeah, he would be. For- <laughs> but let me ask you this, though. When you said he celebrities. so stoked. Yeah, yeah he, he looks incredibly right. happy about it. So, um, But he, he might only get a few likes. Whereas, like, a, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these celebrities can literally just put a blank. They could take a picture of a blank wall yep. and it'll get, you know, 100,000 likes. But see, here's so the it's thing, though. Like, a lot of their messaging uh, just gets too worshipped on there. Let me, that, let me that's ask where you. I think it's the most toxic. Let me ask you this though. Okay, celebrities. So you say you know, celebrities, you know, a lot of times they miss the point, let's say, right? Okay, but um are there any celebrities that, you know, get the point? You know what I mean? I mean, if uh, it, which would would which would tell me that their publicist is actually, you know, doing the twittering or the instagramming or whatever. But do you know what I mean? Do they I mean, are some are they just like drunk, you know, screwed up high, you know, messages. You know, if you used it the right way, I could see it as, you know, being really helpful to you if you're a celebrity. But if it's if it's you and a gotta drunk and, you know, Cardi B is throwing up on you, it's not going to look good. <laughs> I can't right? You just threw that out there like oh, that. Right. Well, tr- well, tr- well, true. Any, like any of those, and off the top of my head, I'm sure someone will um, come in correct me that there there have been obviously some good ones but you look at someone like Shaquille O'Neal who's you know he has some nice moments like he had sure. that nice video of him buying that engagement ring for that guy that uh, he happened to be in the jewelry store with so wow. you know some nice okay. uh, yep. moments like that but yes. uh, just all too and maybe it's like I'm just obviously kind of putting a blanket statement out there but just you know a lot of just how folks can you know use their follower count of uh, this to get maybe free stuff or helpful right. things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Do you okay, think you have you, you have this clout, but how about using that to help versus getting a free item or destroying local businesses? Like that's not the point of getting the clout. Like, Do you think- sure, if you post there, a thousand people will get over there, but that's you know right. You need to collaborate. You can't just you know be handed out stuff. Do you think they? Uh- Greg, it might be a blanket statement. To throw it out there, but it's not a wet blanket, Greg. Wet blanket. Listen, let me ask you this. Do you think the Shaquille O'Neal thing, do you think that is something that is, you know, pre-planned ahead? Or do you think it's – was he – he bought an engagement ring for a guy he was in a jewelry store with. He said, I'll pick up the tab. I oh. mean, is that planned ahead of time or is um, that spontaneous? It, it, it could be staged. It could be spontaneous. Tough to tell. Um, I you know, some people it. just like watching feel good stuff. I, I think I, I honestly think in his case, it was just a spontaneous thing. He just happened to be there. It's not mm. like you know, it was. It's but he put it know, out. Pocket change for him. So he put it out though. He put it yeah, out. It's, and that's just he, yeah. He, he, that's he, a he thing. Mm. I, yeah. I feel like there's like a handful of celebrities that are the exception to the rule. Yes. Type of thing. And that for him could that that could be nothing, you know. Right. However much it, I didn't see the video, but however much it was, like to him, it's like, oh yeah, that's like here I got this. Yeah, nothing. Go ahead, take Switchy, it. Don't Which do is it. great, you know. That's awesome. Switch. Get rid of that cat. Yeah, because you even see it a lot. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but you so but you even see it a lot too with just like it's not a consistent thing. Like usually he's just kind of doing goofy stuff with his kids or yep. his buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it even right. from like, you know, you look at someone like a uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who the former player on the Cardinals, like everyone knows he goes out of his way to buy like Christmas gifts for like kind of unfortunate, you know, unfortunate right. families in Arizona. But or, why, you know. why publicize it then? See, that's what I say is that there were people who like, for instance, I'm just going to like take a name out of the past, Bobby Orr, right? Which was one, he was one of the best hockey players ever maybe the best hockey player, right? He was in Boston for years. And what he used to do, and Roger Clemens, same guy, same notorious Roger Clemens, they used to go to the Boston Children's Hospital like maybe two or three times a week when they were in town, visit the kids. And they said to the papers in Boston, which are notorious for, you know, being scandalized, don't tell anyone. If we see this in the paper, uh, we're not going to do it anymore. You can't take more opposite people from Bobby Orr and Roger Clemens, but they did it, you know, and no one ever knew about it until they left town. You see these, you know, I don't want to be cynical, but you do see these people these days, you know, as you say, people like to see feel good, and if it's Shaq doing feel good and he's pushing, you know, arthritis medicine or something, it might well, be. Oh, yeah, he's in every ad known to me. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? I see hot. I see They work. I guess I look at it. The I've used those. They're good. No, I guess awesome. I would, yeah. I guess I would throw it back at you though, but like, because when was Roger on the Red Sox? Eighties, nineties. I mean, go ahead. If Roger Clemens was on Boston with his kind of career, that's twenty twenty one. You're telling me cameras wouldn't be following, even if he said it. Well, these someone's days, someone's going to sneak that right. picture and like, and, and and then what's he and then what's he going to say is like, I won't visit this hospital again because right, right. he got his picture taken. I they mean, would eat him and tear him alive. But so, let me tell you, I, this. I guess I just you know. But I'll say different this. times maybe. But but I'll say this, yeah, it is different times. But I never saw a picture of him or Bobby Orr or any of these people at Children's Hospital. The only reason I know it is a friend of mine, you know, his kid was at Children's Hospital and he'd see these people all the time, and he was kind of like, Jesus, funny, you don't read about him or whatever. And they just said, look, we're going to do it. Don't make a big deal out of it. If you do, you know, that's all. But these days, the entire Bruins go to Mass General, and you see, and it's an entire show, you know, So, which is still good, but you know what I mean. So anyway, let's go. Let's go. Hey, Tony, Tony, are you a sports fan, Tony? Yeah. Are you a sports fan? I'm, I, uh, I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I'm not a real big sports fan. Mm. Hey, Tony, you and I, are, we're, we're, we're related. The only yeah, thing I hear about is rodeo. Right. You, you know, rodeo don't show up on any of this. Rodeo. Yeah. Maybe I the mean, Bulls have an Instagram, but that's about it. Wow. I, I've got a brother who's who's uh, a, you know got enough sports fan in him for for my whole family. The so, um, but uh, I just I just never really had time for it. It never really stuck with me. Hmm. I, I was into sports as a kid, but um, I just don't uh, get a whole lot of enjoyment out of watching. Right. I never got the sports gene. I never got the sports team. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hmm. Switchy, you make a good goalie. Valerie, I get. I, I see you as a, a women's soccer player, Olympic style. I have not watched a sporting event since my divorce 18 years ago, wow. and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> it was in the agreement. <laughs> 18 years ago. Holy cow! All right, please, Greg. Right? Let's. Uh, and, <laughs> I'm and, like you're 18 right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And Raven, I know that you you're, you're heavily into the Mets, right? Raven, into the Mets, the Jets, the Dolphins. Yeah, baseball, right? Baby, keep yeah. your eye on the ball. Yeah, He's been very, very good to me. 
Go sports. Go sports. Sporting <laughs> Let's events. Do it. Okay, next one, please, Greg. Please. All right, so we're at number two, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Number two. All right, number two again. Going to be hypocritical of me. Website I frequently visit: Reddit. Reddit.com. Oh yeah, uh, what is with that? Yes. For those, sorry, we just about to throw our head back on that. Uh, Reddit is awesome. Yeah, Reddit is uh, just a kind of full and kind of a uh, uh, forum site. They have you know specific subreddits. You know, every sports team has one. Yep. Technology. Um, but they also have stuff where it can be just very specific. Um, some cringeworthy things, some that have been taken down due to illegal activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've also had just a lot of uh, some higher ups uh, leave or, you know, step down from the company um, due to some controversial uh, things, whether it's shady characters um, they've hired, yep. letting uh, certain subreddits um, get out of control. Um to get on more of the uh, gross side. I know one of the uh, bigger issues um, they had about 10 years ago um, was uh, some of the stuff that was targeted more towards teenagers uh, Mm -hmm. spawned some very, just very illegal activity, we'll say. Um, And for the while, Reddit was very like, no, we're going to keep all of our stuff up no matter what, even though what they, the content they had on there had to definitely, definitely be illegal. Yes. Um, They've had characters in the past that have had uh, shady relationships, uh, take a certain like kind of high, um, high power positions at that company. Yep. Um, And we saw it also with um, other, uh, you know, we'll say major life events have also caused like just a lot of a. Chaos so, on that website to kind of um, spew out anywhere. Let it's me ask a website you this: where especially you're going to see just some hatred. Yep, go ahead. I mean, what are you talking about? Like they're posting like you know pornography or something? Yeah, uh, pornography. Like I'll just say legal pornography. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. Yep. I got um, it. Okay. Some. Yeah. Some. You know, a lot of stuff. It kind of spawns a lot of hate messages. It's a website that. Definitely, uh, if you go through the comments, attracts a lot of just kind of uh, hatred and uh, people can just, you know, get attacked on that site for just having a sim- having just maybe a more normal position, but it's a very just kind of the mob mentality of it. Yeah, right. That's there are right. some uh, there are some, like you know, decent ones. I'll go on just, you know, the Miami Dolphins one because I'm a long suffering fan. Why? And, yeah, the worst will be like anything. Yeah, I know, I know. But, it, you know, the worst there might just be some two fans arguing over if two was good or not. And maybe they say something that crosses the line versus these other subreddits that have thousands and thousands of folks and it just gets, just gets very dusty. Let me ask you this, uh, if you don't mind me. Greg, does your father know you're a Miami Dolphins fan? He must, right? Oh, no, he's very aware. He let us choose our teams, and he questions that every single day of his life, I think. Wow, and I, I will too. Wow, okay. <clears throat> okay, let's go on. Are we at oh, number man, one? I feel comfortable, Greg, to come out to us I don't know, on this uh, critical <laughs> issue of I mean, but that's uh, monumental freaking importance. Freaking Miami. Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead, Greg. Uh, you know, to reach his own school. And then, uh, and then uh, so yeah, so uh, number one number site. One. Number so, one. Number one. Number one. And I have no problem saying I never want to visit this site. I did it just once just to see what the heck was going on with it. Uh-huh. Um, still shocked it's online um, and I find it extremely toxic. Uh, oh. That is 4chan.com. So similar, uh, it's a little similar to Reddit, although if anyone on 4chan is listening, will probably send me a death threat right now. Go ahead. Um, but it's an anonymous posting kind of, kind of forum board uh, website. Yep. Um, you can literally say, 
pretty much whatever you want. It's probably been regulated a little better, but there's different kinds of sections. People can post whatever they want. People can tell whatever they want and it's anonymous. Right. Um, okay. You can just, unless you actually put it out there, what your, what your uh, name is, but you go further down anywhere and it's just toxicity after toxicity. Is it just um, toxicity, like ruining people's people, reputation? People just. That type of thing that you, you can oh, ruin some reputation, say, that type of thing. Think of any kind of like inappropriate thing and you know they'll talk about suicide and make jokes of it oh talk, yeah you know, yeah okay yeah talk yeah. about literally liter- literally anything of just like, anything goes yeah. yeah any it's an anything goes kind of website there's no rhyme or reason to it and being anonymous that makes it easier no one's gonna know it's me saying these things can't track it back now i'm sure if there was like anything incredibly illegal there would right. be something on there um, but it spawns a lot of the hatred uh, that I see in a lot of the media I'm close to, like with video games, uh, with animation. Um, a lot of the stuff uh, a couple years ago with what was called Gamersgate, which was a very uh, kind of just sexist run that attacked a lot of uh, prominent female uh, folks in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of 4chan users that were sending death threats, sexist messages, and misogynist things. Man, oh, man. And, you know, it popped up on other websites, but at least it was, you know, mods over there at least tried um versus 4chan there is no try it is literally just the hatreds out there everything can kind of flow through wow uh people will dox people people will swap people on there it's a common just like just seems like a super troll website and i personally never want to go there and i advise anyone listening don't bother where is uh Juan Juan tonight maybe he's well, listen, I've, uh, you know, I, I, this has uh, been educational to me. I've been on three of the top 10 that you mentioned. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, I appreciate it. Listen, so look at, so uh, you mentioned, you mentioned off air that uh, you're going to be a, th- I was going to say threesome, but I mean a trio soon, right? You and your lovely wife, Sarah, correct? <laughs> Uh, yes, that is correct. We, uh, uh, she's, uh, she's expecting in September. So yes, we're adding, uh, one more Masto, uh, to the fold. Uh, wow. Very exciting times. Uh, I'm the oldest of my brothers. She's the oldest of her sisters. So that kid's going to be spoiled by everybody. Yep. So, wow. So, good for you. I'm, yeah, good I'm for sure you. everything will be fine. And so, a very thank cool, you very much. Very cool headset. Congratulations. Yes. Very cool. Congratulations. Very cool headset, Greg. What do you, is that lit up? You, you, what is your, what do you get that lit up there? That uh, What is that? Uh, this, I, I, funny enough, got on Amazon. It, it was actually kind of a cheap $20 one. I can't turn oh, really? the lights on or off. So that's the thing. That's, that's okay, why the lights are on. I would like um, to know that Amazon did not make the top. Did not make the so list. Too yes. cheap to go to Amazon. Did not make folks. the list. Well, uh, Business practices, very shady, yes. Yes, uh, but. but unfortunately, it is kind of a, an easy way to get some simple things. Yeah, they, they run the world. Um, soon, but but sure. so. they're, they're also my neighbors. They have a giant, they have a giant building in Garner. So Do you have a cat? on overlords to start sending drones. Do you have a cat running around, Greg, that you want to, you know, you have a cat running around you want to bring into this? Let's see. None of them are in here. I think I got sure. the door closed to keep one of them out. Uh, okay. I've actually got two. Uh, we got Mo, who's the well-behaved nine-year-old cat, and then there's Akira, our three-year-old black cat, who's the biggest pain in the butt. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. Sounds so good. Surprised yeah. he's not he's not switching the door. Okay. They're, they're great animals. Don't get me wrong. Both both indoor guys, but uh, 
Nice. Yeah, he's uh, he can be an effort sometimes. He is my 5 a.m. alarm clock, though, so he is really, getting yeah. me, uh, ready for when uh, we do have the kid. So right. I think he's just practicing right now. And no mice, right? That's right. No mice inside the house. So that's been that's one good thing. If anything, Nothing, right. you know, maybe if we move the fridge, we find we find the graveyard back there. But uh, so far, nothing bad yet. Don't move the fridge. Don't move bad the idea. fridge. Yeah. Uh, hey, Greg, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on the father to be. And as we said off here, nothing's going to change. It'll be cool, man. You know, just keep up your, your lifestyle. <laughs> You'll love it. I appreciate Nothing's it. Nothing's going to change in about 18 years at all, kind of like, is different. <laughs> Why I we appreciate take? it. Well, thank you very much okay. for having me. I will talk Happy to you Father's soon. Day early if I don't see you yes. between now and then, brother. You get oh, to celebrate yeah. the one before the birth. Happy so Father's, Father's Day. Day. Yes. That's true. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Greg Mastel. Thank you very much. Why don't we take thank a you. commercial break now? And we'll Thanks, Greg. Right back after this, you're listening to Mac Maloney's Miltrax Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. I was in the hospital with my son for 18 months. When he got injured, I wasn't prepared, but I knew I had to be strong. When I was told about John's injury, I was in complete shock. I just remember rushing into his room and giving him a big hug and letting him know I was there. These veterans and families are just a few of the heroes we serve at Homes for Our Troops. For thousands of severely injured veterans, everyday life is filled with barriers. It was really the, the little things throughout the house. Counters that you can't roll up to. I had to drag my wheelchair down steps. I want to help, but he is so determined. At Homes for Our Troops, we build specially adapted custom homes with features like wheelchair access, roll-in showers, and automatic door openers that allow them to function independently and focus on their recovery and family. This house is freedom. It's hope. It's a new beginning. This house has given me my family back. To learn more, visit hfotusa.org. Everyone to Mac Maloney's Mill Tracks Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. What a show. Uh, we have for you tonight no JJ, no one one. And it seems like the uh, plan is just on aligned when he isn't here, but taking his place, I guess. I don't know. Is he taking his place or just filling a gap? Commander Cobra, Coco. Do you feel like you're. Substituting, I just moved into the proper position in the slot of the formation. No one can truly replace JJ. Sounds dirty up there in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. Our national correspondent, Switchy, switch plate Steve Ward. Switchy, great to be here tonight, man. Mm -hmm. So, listen, uh, you're still denying that's a that's that's a that's a rug or what? Because every week, I'm sorry, brother, but every time I see you, look You at keep that. pushing me, Mac. I'm going to put that, that, that $10 wig on. <laughs> the, 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 the $10. If I can find it. 
I thought you already had it on. No? Okay, sorry. Just getting a lot of email. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting a lot of email about your about your, your, your haircut, okay? Switchy, sorry. I'll no, on. it's uh, straight tonight, right? Okay. okay, that's good. I'll move on. Raven, save us. How are you tonight? New hat. I'm... I'm doing great. I got a new hat. I'm having a good time. You got your moisturizer. Moisturizer. No, it's it's loosey goosey. I got my moisturizer. Yes. Everything's great. Good. Lucy and goosey. Excellent. Valerie Lafaso, our favorite empath, the pulse taker of the show. Please. We're ten minutes. We see the. We can see the finish line. Way off in the distance. What do you think? So far. Good. Really? It's all good. Really? But you always say that. Would yeah. you t- Would you tell us if it was bad? Well, you did say the clown was bad. So. I would. I definitely. Yeah, no, I would. The clown. But yeah, I mean, this is a good group. We're having a good time, like Raven said, just uh-huh. hanging out. So yeah, yeah. So it's all good. Okay. And we got rid of the dribbles, right? Dribbles was dragging it down a little bit, correct? <laughs> I don't know about dragging it down. You're just bringing a whole different energy to the space. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there he is. That okay. got a little weird. Okay. He, he probably went out stalking victims with that mask yeah, don't, on. Uh, it's, we sent them the mask. Our fingerprints were on that mask. Hey, listen. Tony Cisneros, how are you doing? Tony, hanging in with us way up there. Hey, I'm there. having a blast. You sure? You'd say that anyway. Having That's, a blast, Matt. You're yep. too kind, though, if you were, you know. No, no you... I'm having a great time. This really? Is, this is really interesting. Okay. Out. Alp yeah. Ventures, Alp Ventures. Tony has uh, tours to um, Europe, and they go over the World War II battle sites from uh, Normandy to Berlin and everything in between. Alpventures.com. I'd love to go on one of those, but we've talked about that before. You'd have to, you know. And hey, Matt, can we throw a quick, uh, I know we're a timeless show, yes. but uh, we're very close to the anniversary of the Battle of Britain uh, day. So that's coming up very close. And I'm okay. sure Tony's uh, well connected with that, uh, well familiar with that event. He's in that part of the world. The British one. Yeah, we got, um, well, we're doing, we've got a, a, a Britain tour that we do where we cover uh, the Battle of Britain as well as uh, other sites in, in England. And uh, got my Bletchley hat. Bletchley Park hat on you see here mm-hmm. so that's also net- one of the locations that we visit on that tour that was the spy network that's spy central in World War II for the British especially Pike they're the ones who they cracked yeah, all the yeah. codes and there stuff. was very cool story there oh there was yeah there were Americans working there too but mm-hmm. uh mostly British and uh yeah that was the big spy school where they were trying to uh decrypt um various different devices that the uh the nazis had employed in their in the field you know right. the different branches of the service the enigma was just one of those things there right. was uh, a lot of different types of devices that uh, could be used. the nazis were technically advanced but kind of dopey on the uh, human you know the on the human skill because they let a lot of stuff go over their head they they got fooled by a lot of stuff let me just ask introduce our uh, our uh, last guest uh, greg masto our internet Expert. I wondered, do you know what the um, Enigma machine was in World War II, Greg? Don't feel bad if you don't. Uh, I I can't say that I okay. did. Sorry. Basically, what the Nazis. It features prominently in many of those video games kids are so crazy about. But yeah. but back in the 40s. Probably, I probably should know that. The, the, the Nazis came up with this, uh, or people 
for them came up with this machine where you could change the code every day. You you had the code and they had the code and they would just change the numbers and you would know the code. And they actually worked it out that it was I think there were six different uh, rotating things that uh, th- th- that were random and, and it was infinitesimal that you could figure out this code every day. You just couldn't do it. You, you wouldn't have enough time on Earth to do all the permutations. And the people at Beshley Pot did it in like, I don't know, a year or something. Do you know, Tony? They did it. Yeah, well, they, they worked on it throughout the war, but they were able to eventually um, eventually break the Enigma code. But um, they were able to do that uh, with a couple different a couple different things happened in order to mm-hmm. um, had to happen for them to be able to do that. But, uh, but it was, yeah, it was uh, being worked on every single day. And uh, you were mentioning those codes, Mac, those, um, those were um, basically codes that the machine had to be uh, set at. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was in, instead of a code, really, you'd call it a setting mm-hmm. and each machine, the sending machine, and the receiving machine, like in a U-boat somewhere, submarine somewhere, uh, would have to have those same settings um, in order for the communication to work properly. And those settings changed every single day. So that was a yeah, secret. at Bletchley Park, those workers basically had to keep um, keep at it and, uh, and start over every day. But every day they were building on what they had learned, right. you know, up to that point. So, so these, eventually they were able to math- break it math wizards and like these people who are just so way out there because they're so into math and everything. But I wonder, I ask you, Greg, is I wonder, I mean, for these people, they were geniuses. It, it took a, a whole bunch of geniuses to crack this. I wonder if how, how could it be cracked today? How quickly could something like that be cracked today? Do you see, do you know how it works? So I have a setting, he has a setting. We set our machines every day and then the random numbers as long as you have the settings, you set your machine to it, and you get the you get the message. I don't want to oversell back in the day, but I guarantee you they probably have someone that can have that solved in seconds, or they already have the program and seconds. the means to do it. Yeah, okay. there's just so much, especially like you said, just what the six codes. Yes. Someone could, if they were bored, manually crack it, or they already have a uh, code set up to counter that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but back then, yeah, they did a great job. I mean, the, the whole story is um, they've had movies about it and everything, and some of the stuff they did there was really cool. Hey, so listen, I've introduced everyone, right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. All right. Whew. See, I missed JJ. So listen, whoops, sorry. Uh, Switchy, you have a report on those yes. phone calls from the dead? Phone calls from the dead. Okay. Here's a couple of teasers. Okay. October 1968. A Mrs. Don Owens of Ohio receives an urgent call for help from a friend. It was about 10.30 p.m. Turned out it was the exact moment this person was pronounced dead at a local hospital. Uh-huh. We'll get into that more later. Wow. Sunday evening, a Mr. and Mrs. McConnell of Arizona, they received a phone call from a friend they hadn't heard from for a while. Uh, she sounded in good spirits. She said that she had been transferred to a nursing home. Uh, it was very close to them. And they had a great conversation for about 30 minutes. And they were they were really happy to hear from her. And uh, when they tried to contact her a couple of days ago, uh, a couple of days later, yes. they found out she had died 
hours before they received the phone call. What the... Go ahead. A woman from New Jersey woke up after having a, a really disturbing dream about a childhood friend named Marie. Go ahead. Uh, she, she called her. She was prompted to call her. And, uh, and they talked for some time. And they were going to get together a few days later. And then she found out that her friend had died six hours before the phone what's, call. Why are these people now, doing this? Uh, the, the book, what's that? Why are they, why would they be, you know, they're, they're dead. Why would they be making phone calls? Got a really good cell phone that follows them over to the other side. I mean, really? talk about the extra uh, coded data. I mean, I just, you pay ahead for that. That's amazing. That's right. Yeah. They don't let well, you we're gonna, go. We're going to get into that as the report unfolds. Four minutes. This is, this is based on a book by Scott Rogo, one of the best, uh, parapsychologist. He's no longer with us, but uh, he was just uh, very prolific as a researcher and writer in Raymond Bayless. And uh, they, about 1976, I think, they started getting all these reports that uh, a lot of uh, researchers wouldn't talk about because they're just so weird. And uh, so they, they, they started doing research. And uh, uh, they, they found that uh, um, it wasn't just the phone that sometimes these things were coming over. It would come over the telegraph in, in the, in, you know, from in the past, the gramophone and even answering machines were affected somehow. So uh, now this particular uh, incident they, they tracked down was originally published in Fate magazine. So this is uh, a Don B. Owens of Toledo, Ohio. Go ahead. Uh, his friend, Lee Epps, they had been, been, been close uh, for years. Uh, he moved away. They lost track of each other. And then one night, October 26, 1968, uh, Don Owens was out when his wife received a phone call from this, this man, mm -hmm. uh, Lee Epps, and she recognized his voice. And he said, he sounded really distressed. He said, tell Don I'm feeling really bad. I've never felt this way. Tell him to get in touch with me as soon as he gets home. And so she told him about it. They're both very disturbed. And they tried to get in touch with him. They, they found out that their friend was only six blocks away in a hospital, but he was in a coma. He died at 10.30 p.m., the exact moment they received that weird phone call. And obviously, he didn't, didn't physically make it. So they, the first they started looking at uh, these, three, these strange cases. There were three basic types. Uh, the first one is a call is received from someone who has died. Usually it's very brief, but not always. Sometimes it goes on for a long period of time. And uh, the, the person that's receiving the call doesn't know, usually doesn't know that the person's dead at the time. Uh, but that's not always true. Uh, the second one are called, they call them intention cases. And this has happened a couple of times when someone is intended to call somebody and somehow it generates a phone call or triggers the other person's answering machine. We'll get into that a little bit as well. And... Uh, and also, uh, <clears throat> switching. Uh, sometimes the uh, what's that? Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Why would dead people call you? You only asked it before, but well, it, it's the, an odd thing. Was, I could see them appearing they, they found, before you as a ghost, but why would they use you know the communication system to get in touch? Well, they, they came up with two possibilities. They what they did was they they tried to. Uh, examine all the cases, tried to find that all, gather all the statistics. Yep. And they found that uh, uh, the type one call is very brief. 
Sometimes it's just the person would pick up the phone and they hear the hello, they could recognize the voice, yes. or they might say a name. And sometimes he would show up on anniversary, important anniversaries like the date of death wow. or, or whatever. Uh, and then there's a type two where the long calls. Yes. Uh, and before we get into to answer your question, uh, the McConnells, they, they had this friend named, this is a little more detail on one of those instances, right. uh, an elderly uh, friend named Enid. She was uh, having financial problems. She was being moved around from nursing home to nursing home. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> they had not been able to see each other for some time. So she calls up. She sounds great. Her voice is, uh, she sounds vibrant. I mean, she didn't seem sickly at all. Go ahead. And she explained that she had been transferred to the Handmaker Jewish Nursing Home for the, for the aged aged okay. in Tucson. Yes. That this is the one that took, they had a 30-minute call. Her husband talked to her. Yes. And then she... Uh, realized it was Enid's birthday coming up. She said, I'll, I'll stop by and I'll bring a bottle of, of uh, blackberry brandy. Yes. And uh, she said, Enid said, I don't need it now. And she said, well, I'll bring it anyway. I'll see you in a couple of days. Okay. And uh, she said, I've never had such great care. And she said, it's, it's too bad that we didn't finish writing that book. And she said, oh, you will. And uh, like I said, the husband said she sounded like she was 20 years younger. Yes. And so she said, do you have a phone by your bed? She says, no. Oh, you can get up and get to the phone? Oh, I get around fine. Mm. You sound so happy, she said. I've never been happier. And of course, later, they find out that she had died hours before mm. in the nursing home. But yet, she carried on this long conversation, like seven and a half hours passed. Mm. Now, what they they found or what they uh they, they had two you know basic possibilities either these are really people yes. that have died that yes. are making contact somehow or perhaps i mean they they both had investigated psychokinesis and so forth yes they thought perhaps i mean uh psychokinesis can affect electricity it could conceivably affect and per perhaps generate a phone call so the hypothesis which may be a bit of a stretch was that people are generating some of these things themselves especially the ones where uh, uh they pick up the phone on an anniversary date and hmm. it, they'll they'll say hello or mention the name and then they disconnect yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. uh that's weird so now so what what's what's the nature of the of the intelligence of the calls Two minutes. how are they produced over a telephone system Two minutes. and so uh, the other thing is, though, that the person that didn't know they were dead would have had to, you know, how people intuit sometimes that somebody has passed. Well, again, there's are uh, supposing that possibly the person has picked up on that somehow, and then they are somehow generating through psychokinesis yes. this particular call, okay. which almost seems maybe possibly a bigger stretch in some cases than just the, the dead contacting people through on, whatever means they can. On the phone. Um but then there's another possibility. They they even talk about the the, the possibility of paraphysical beings, well, <laughs> denizens of the of the, of another world, and they even bring in John Keel oh, and uh, and uh, uh, Brad Steiger as possibly some kind of trickster strict trickster aspect. Okay. Two minutes. Uh, but the other possibility was that the the experience that they were creating or manufacturing calls through, like I say, the the, the telekinesis uh, and and subconscious wish fulfillment. Switch. So, um, <clears throat> yes. Let me ask you a question. We got we got like a minute and a half. Okay, I got one more thing I've got to tell you. Okay. Go, go ahead. Did the the dead email people? But but 
Any reports of the dead emailing people? Uh, I've, I've, I've heard of that. They didn't cover that. But this, okay. this is back uh, a while, probably before wow. email. It's going but for I a think laugh they, they come through in all you know, One last uh, different ways. example. One last example. Well, okay. Here's the last one. 1974, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, Viola Tolan. Okay. She, uh, her neighbor had a caretaker whose name was Davis Stone. He had a young daughter named Ruby, who was seven years old. Well, she died when she was seven, uh, tragically. And then a few uh, uh, years later, uh, the caretaker uh, had a terrible accident where he had to be very careful about the way he moved or whatever, because he could pull a muscle or whatever and be incapacitated for a while. Okay. But he was stubbornly stayed on his job. Yes. So uh, one night, uh, the, the the people he was taking care of were gone. So this uh, Viola was looking out for him because she was concerned about him. Then one night the telephone rang, mm -hmm. and at this time, uh, so she picked up the phone, and she recognized the voice. Uh, it was a voice of a child, but she couldn't place it. Oh. And she said, <clears throat> she even said, she said, I, I recognize your voice, but I I, I can't place you. Creepy. And and the voice said, they told me. I could not telephone, but I just did, didn't I? And she said, you know me, I am Ruby. And of course, that was the young girl that had died. So the woman immediately figured, the, 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 the girl didn't say specifically, but she figured that uh, there was something wrong with this guy. So she went and found him. He had fallen asleep in a position that could have really incapacitated him if she hadn't awakened him and got him back on his feet. Oh, so she took it as a... A, some kind of a warning but when she this young girl or whatever it was said they told me i couldn't phone right but i did Who, she's still, who's yes, they? that's creepy that's the kids you know kids you know it's like that uh, the twilight zone story where the where the kid is in the wall the kid is in the wall and you can hear the kid talking just something about kids make it even more creepy Thank you. Switch. Hey, hey Mac, let me tell you something here real quick Two before we close out on the subject. You hmm. talked about it a while back on one of the other shows. The uh, radio in Britain at the uh, veterans' home. Yes, yeah. That uh, would have the, the the crazy broadcasts, and it, it the radio did not work. It wasn't plugged in, but you know that we get uh, broadcasts from the past Churchill. of uh, events that had occurred during the war and famous speeches and all kinds of stuff. It's an interesting uh, tie-in to the phenomena that you can yes. uh, have uh, from beyond this dimension. Still make contact via the electromagnetics and, they, uh, and uh, that's a true past information, past messages. There's a radio in England that they unplug it, they turn it on, and you can hear Churchill giving speeches and so on. So listen, I got to thank everybody. Okay, we got to do it quick. Tony Cisneros, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Alpventures.com, right? Outventures.com. That's right. That's okay. uh, the tour website. And uh, thanks for having me back on the show, Matt. That's, it was uh, a lot of fun. Tours of uh, battlefields in Great Europe. Work. videos, Tony. Great work. From Normandy yeah. to Thank Rome. you. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome video. Awesome. That's your thanks. second career right there, man, is making music videos because that everyone who sees it, 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 it they're just knocked out by it, you know? That's that's fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. great news. Really Anybody good. who needs some uh, needs uh, some video editing, just uh, send them my way. There you go. Okay, go to MTV. Yes, what's on? Is MTV even around anymore? Is that around? It's 
Oh yeah, yeah. they're big. They don't play music. Yeah, I, play looked, music. I looked at yeah. the look. I looked at Raven's face and Greg's face when he said MTV. MTV that was a like... riot. They were taking out their phones to look it up. What the hell is MTV? <laughs> really? Well, the station that, uh, <laughs> station that plays Jersey Shore, right? There you yeah. Go. yeah, there you go. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Greg Masto, thank you for joining us and uh, for for telling us where not to go on the internet. <laughs> but next time. Give us the, uh, you know what I mean? Give us the knuckle sandwich. Really give us the 10 really bad places. See if I'm on three. See if I got three of those 10. Okay. Will do, but I still stand by my number one. Don't go there. It's terrible. But as always, what thank was you it? very much for having me. 4chan. Do not go on that the, the website. One, that it's a piece of garbage, and the people that post there are garbage. And thank you for keeping your cats off the broadcast, okay? Points to you. Cats, cats made an appearance when you weren't here. Yeah. Oh, we're, I, oh, I made sure, he ran, I made sure he ran away after Freaking cats. Okay. Valerie, thank you for joining us. Hey, you want to give us one more, one last squeeze of the pulse? Good. You know, I'm. that's why I'm always happy to come back. It's it's a fun place to be. Mm-hmm. Val, do you leave with more energy most nights than you showed up? Or do we do we oh. drain some away from don't put her on the spot. You know, it really, it really depends. I'm feeling really good right now. I feel pretty energized tonight. So I just like to note that JJ's not here. And she said that. I, just, I had to get that in there because I'm such. I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm like that. You said it, not me. Valerie, at some point in the near future, you're going to uh, visit us here at WXEX and actually New Hampshire because we have a ghost in the studio. I can hear him right now, Bob the Ghost. He was an yeah, engine. I've, defi- I've felt his energy when I've been there, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, okay. checking it out and and you know seeing what we can find out from him. Doing it live. Have yeah. him call us. Yeah, have I'm him just call saying, us. Have Maybe him call he us. can. Yeah, yeah. yeah on, a, on a on a payphone. He was an engineer here at the Less at the. Less scary uh, than having him appear right in front of your face. W- w- we've seen uh, that's true. I'd uh, you know in in a weird way getting a phone call is a little spookier in a way, but we'll do that very soon. Thank you, Valerie, for joining us. Who's left? Oh, let's switch you with the switch. Switch. Okay, Is switch. Is that the Mothman? It's the Mothman. Mothman. Okay, yeah. Turn him around. Yeah. Turn him around. That's the famous photo that you well, sent to every one of his ass. Let's see and my there it is. Let's do the best we can here. Let's see. And you modeled uh, for that? Switchy, oh, you modeled by? I'll sleep good tonight now. Thank uh, you, Switchy, for joining us, okay? Uh, my, my pleasure. Greg, Tommy. Raven, thank you. Raven, thank you for joining us. Thank about, you for having me. What's your vibe? Usual. What's your vibe at the show? My fifteen seconds. I got. I normally have a good vibe from the show. Um, it was a little, you know, a, a little uh, brought down with uh, dr- dribbles. Dr- dribbles the clown. Dribbles. Wow, he's getting he's getting uh, a lot of thumbs down. Um, yeah, he he really he really uh, freaked me out a little bit. But otherwise, um, no. Uh, I'm even feeling good. All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a shame he wasn't here for the 10 sites. I would have loved his impact, his take on the oh 10 God. sites we were supposed to go. He probably has like blogs it's, and posts on him. He's it's like, right. oh no, like, let me tell yes. you the 10 You're sites right. you don't want to go on. That's why I've seen that <laughs> like, mask no before. <laughs> his victims are probably on one of them. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> okay, listen. Coco, thank you for helping me steer the ship. 
Hey, just a quick uh, shot here. Do you like the train wreck or the Martin Baker ejections out of the uh, airplane? Ejection, a little more modern, yeah, a little more modern. But I feel both, if that's possible. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, JJ, I guess we need you back next week. Dribbles, we can wait a couple months before you get back on. But look, um, I should give the plugs right now. Homes for our troops. Homes for our troops is a uh, military charity that builds homes for Iraqi war veterans and uh, veterans of the Afghani war. People have lost their limbs and so on. They build the homes so they are suited to them. And then uh, when they're built, they just give them the keys. No mortgage, nothing. They deserve it. Homes for our troops, 88 cents of your dollar goes to the military charity. It's a really very high percentage of your charity dollar. Homes for our troops, just go on Google. Also, um, People's Mosquito Project, Rashap and his mad Englishman friends are putting back together a mosquito warplane from World War II. Made of wood, two Rolls-Royce engines on it. Turned out to be the fastest thing in World War II. They're putting it back together. And J.J. Ledley is going to take the first civilian ride in it without a parachute. we got to put a GoPro on him. For that, Valerie, thank you very much for introducing your cat at the very, very end of the show. Thank you. We really appreciate that. <laughs> that was perfect. Also, it was perfect. Oh, even that's that. how they—that's how they say it at my house. Okay. Raven, perfect. See what happened? Was the cat's meow? Talk about pulling the pin out of the hand grenade. So, um, also, uh, please uh, go to macmoney.com. Put your name and uh, email address in for our World War II trivia contest that's coming up in a couple of weeks. We will play for a lucky fan. And the uh, prize is a very rare edition of European Risk uh, put out by um, Winning Moves. Our good friend Phil Orbanes is going to be the Alex Trevec of that show. I can't wait to wrangle that show there, Coco. Yeah. It, that should be very Talking about easy. the ejection seat. Right. So thank you, everyone, for um, listening in. And until you hear us next time, this is Mac Mooney. The entire gang saying, be safe, be happy, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.